everybody, check it out. Anchor by Spotify is the easiest way to start a podcast. It has all the tools in one place that you need right from your phone or computer to edit and publish your podcast. When hosting on Anchor, you can distribute your podcast on listing platforms such as Spotify, Apple, Amazon, and more. It's everything you need to make a podcast all in one place. And best of all, Anchor is totally free. Download the Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started now. I'm using it right along with you. The Frankie Files Trigger Warning Some people may find topics discussed in this episode difficult. Please proceed with caution. The Frankie Files podcast is researched, written, recorded, and edited by me, Frankie Tees. Hey everybody, and welcome to episode 20 of The Frankie Files. Today's story is going to be extensive coverage of the Lalaz Del Mundo sex assault and sex trafficking story by the leader. And I've been covering this for a while now, but what I want to do is take it from when he got arrested to just last Wednesday when he got sentenced, okay? It's going to be a little emotional. And that's why the trigger warning is in place. Okay, uh, La Luz del Mundo, the Iglesia del Dios Vivo, Columna y Apoyo de la Verdad, La Luz del Mundo, is a non-Trinitarian Christian denomination with international headquarters in Guadalajara and Jalisco, Mexico. La Luz del Mundo practices a form of restoration theology centered on three leaders, Aaron, born Eusebio, Joaquin Gonzalez, Samuel Joaquin Flores, and Neson Joaquin Garcia, who are regarded as modern-day apostles of Jesus Christ. The restoration of the early Christian church, La Luz del Mundo, had its restoration in 1926, just as Mexico plunged into the Cristero War, a struggle between the secular anti-clerical government and Catholic rebels. The conflict centered in the west-central states, like Jalisco, where Aaron Joaquin focused his missionary efforts. Given the environment of the time, the church remained a small missionary endeavor until 1934, when it built its first temple. Thereafter, it continued to grow and expand, interrupted only by an internal schism in 1942. Their classification is Restorationist Christian Primitivism. Their orientation is charismatic. Their theology is non-Trinitarian. Their structure is hierarchical. Their leader is Nason Joaquin Garcia, now in prison. They are in 58 countries. Headquarters, Guadalajara, Jalisco, Mexico. Founder, Aaron Joaquin Gonzalez, now deceased. The origin is April 6, 1926, Monterey, Nuevo León, Mexico. Separations are Iglesia del Dios Vivo, 
Columnia y Apoyo de la Verdad, El Buen Pastor, the Good Shepherd. Their congregations are 2,896. That is not people. That is the number of congregations they have. The members are estimated to be between 1 and 5 million, and other names in Spanish that they have are La Luz del Mundo, LLDM, LDM, Iglesia La Luz del Mundo, ILLM, La Luz del Mundo Church, Church of the Living God, Pillar and Ground of the Truth, The Light of the World, The Light of the World Church. What's it about? La Luz del Mundo says in their own words on their site, their website is lldm.org, the light of the world is a Christian-based faith. Its practices are based on the biblical teachings of Christian fraternity and solidarity, teaching respect for human dignity, equal treatment, and non-discrimination. Side note, after knowing what happened in this trial, all things start so altruistic, don't they? They showed everything but respect for humanity. The light of the world aspires to share the message of spiritual salvation with all humankind without discrimination or exclusion based on religion, race, color, language, gender, age, health, or ethnicity. We encourage the pursuit of inner peace through the gospel, which promotes nonviolence and harmony among all people in all places. We aim to restore God's relationship with humanity, instilling the hope of spiritual salvation in all people through faith. We endeavor to develop a sense of personal, familial, civic, and social responsibility in all believers through the universal principle of Christian fraternity. Notes from their beliefs are from Timothy 2, 3 through 4, John 14, 27, Corinthians 5, 19, John 4, 20, and Peter 1, 22. They consider three commitments that of religious, moral, and civic principles. According to the Los Angeles Times, the Luz del Mundo leader Joaquin Garcia was detained by FBI agents on June 5, 2019 at the Los Angeles airport after landing in a private jet. An iPad was found inside his luggage where the police found a video of a naked 14-year-old boy masked and receiving oral sex. The woman who performed fellatio, according to the testimonies presented by the prosecutor's office, was the adolescent's aunt. Ugh. In recent days, it had been announced that the judge had authorized that recording to be shown to the 12 members of the jury during the trial. Other images of minors having sex were found on the electronic devices. Joaquin's self-proclaimed servant of God claims to have more than 5 million faithful throughout the world, although his critics claim that the real figure does not exceed 1 million. In Mexico, where the church was founded in the 20s, it has more than 190,000 followers, according to the latest census. So the case in California uncovered that the religious leader surrounded himself with a group of maidens, girls and adolescents who were instructed on the principle that serving him and being touched by him was a blessing. On a side note, every religion has propaganda. Every coercive sex act puts forth propaganda and fear and lies doctrines. This was theirs. Serving him was a blessing, and you cannot refuse the request. 
Fear and threats then backed it up, as well as the silence and fear of the parents. I'll keep going with this article now. Nason Joaquin Garcia assumed power after the death in, in December 2014 of his father, Samuel Joaquin, who headed the church for more than 50 years. The organization was founded by his grandfather, Eusebio Joaquin, also known as Brother Aaron. The prosecutor's office assured that under that narrative that Nason was part of the lineage chosen by God, everything was allowed and that the abuses were facilitated by the church machinery, with women in charge of recruiting the girls as well as a cupola of ministers and unconditional members who were in charge of covering up the crimes. Martin affirms that she was abused in her youth by Samuel Joaquin and that Nason Joaquin asked her to recruit several young girls. According to NewsRND.com, the leader pleaded guilty to avoid going to trial on 6-3-22 at a Los Angeles court, where he has remained detained since 2019. Some portions of this piece are by Damien Dovarganis. The accused was brought on three charges of sexual abuse of three underage women. He trusted those around him to groom worshipers for him to abuse. California Attorney General Rob Bonta said in a statement, The religious leader has admitted his guilt of committing lewd acts with a 15-year-old girl and forcing her and another woman under 18 to have sex with him. The character who had great influence among political groups in Mexico now faces a prison sentence of around 17 years, as a source explained to El Payas. Garcia has been in California prison for three years, where he was awaiting trial. Joaquin Garcia and his family have multiple properties in Mexico, the United States, and Central America, including a ranch with exotic animals in Texas, valued at more than $4 million. The predominantly humble congregation had to give offerings, gifts, and tithes each month to honor the man of God, according to former members. When you are inside, Nassan is God and the greatest blessing is obedience. Your whole life and your salvation depends on him, says Elisa Flores, who left the cult early last year when she learned of the accusation. After his fortune was made public, a Los Angeles judge set bail at $90 million for him to face trial in freedom, a record figure. In May, Garcia tried to get the case dismissed, and I wrote this article about it. Judge refuses to dismiss charges of La Luz del Mundo leader Nason Joaquin Garcia, 23 counts, including child rape. This appeared on Cult Madness News, frankietees.substack.com, May 3rd, with sources KTLA and City News Service. The story of Luluz del Mundo is hair-raising in its treatment of children and all members generationally. It started when Soquil Martin, an L.A. resident, brought charges against several church leaders in 2019. The church is based in Mexico, but has locations in 50-plus nations. One Pentecostal church location, which Martin is a member of, is in East L.A. Via City News Service, May 2, 2022, Los Angeles, 
A judge refused today to dismiss sex-related charges against the leader of a Mexico-based evangelical megachurch who's awaiting trial in connection with crimes allegedly committed in Southern California. Los Angeles County Superior Court Judge Stephen A. Marcus agreed that the California Attorney General's office should have turned over some evidence to Nason Joaquin Garcia's attorneys before an August 2020 hearing in which he was ordered to stand trial but found that the defense had not met the materiality requirement for the case to be dismissed. The 52-year-old leader of La Luz del Mundo, or Light of the World, has been behind bars since 2019. He's awaiting trial June 6 in a downtown Los Angeles courtroom. Garcia's attorneys have indicated that they plan to appeal the ruling, according to the statement. Garcia was ordered in August 2022 in August 2020, to stand trial on 23 felony counts, including forcible rape of a minor, forcible oral copulation of a person under 18, unlawful sexual intercourse, lewd act on a child, extortion, conspiracy, and possession of child pornography. Co-defendant Susanna Owaxaka, 27, is charged with one felony count of each of forcible oral copulation of a person under 18 and oral copulation of a person under 18. She is free on bond. A third defendant, Alondro Ocampa, 39, pleaded guilty to four counts and is awaiting sentence. The three were initially charged in 2019, but a state appeals court panel ordered the case to be dismissed in April 2020. The appellate court panel found that Garcia did not waive his right to a timely hearing to determine if there was sufficient evidence to require him to stand trial and that the hearing was not held within that time. The attorney general's office subsequently refiled the case, which alleges that the crimes occurred in Southern California between 2015 and 2019. Superior Court Judge Ronald S. Cohen found sufficient evidence in August 2020 to allow the case against Garcia and Oaxaca to proceed to trial. State persecutors alleged in the complaint that Oaxaca told a group of minor girls that they were going against God if they went against any desire or wish of the apostle Garcia. The Guadalajara-based Pentecostal sect has branches in 50-plus nations and claims more than a million members worldwide. According to KTLA's Marissa Wentz, February 13, 2020, attorneys for Garcia have alleged he is being discriminated against because of his race and religion. Ken Rosenfeld, one of his lawyers, previously defended the megachurch as not a cult. Sokeel Martin, a Los Angeles area native, said she was forced into repeated sexual abuse beginning at the age of nine at the hands of members including Nason Joaquin Garcia, the church leaders who last year pleaded not guilty to felony charges of child rape and human trafficking. Martin, 33, alleges Garcia and his co-conspirators have victimized hundreds, if not thousands, of children. The federal lawsuit states he and the church are guilty of not just abuse and the forced unpaid labor of its members, but violations of the RICO Act as a criminal enterprise. It appears to be the first civil litigation of its kind against the church. Defendants named in the suit include high-ranking church officials, such as family members of Garcia and his wife. I was born in the inner circle of Luz de Munda and raised to be the property of the apostle, Samuel Joaquin, and his son after Nason Martin told reporters Thursday. 
I come forward today because it has to stop. So then the trial moves forward when Garcia, the accused, pleads guilty to avoid trial. That brings us to now. Recently, sentencing took place for Nason Joaquin Garcia, and there's a lot of disappointment by the several Jane Doe's who were looking forward to this case going to trial and the horrific details of their abuses coming out. They were robbed. So I've assembled some audio from the courtroom on the day of the sentencing. This is an important story for kids who lived through spiritual, religious, or sexual abuse. Many of us dream the day we get to stand up in any room and safely confront our abusers. The authority figure who perpetuated institutional abuse, as they call it. That which abuses the authority of a leadership and turns it on a child, coaxing them to be obedient because they are a mentor, teacher, or leader. And I'd like to highlight the mothers, single mothers are often the victims of these type of religious and cult sexual abuses and subsequent family separation. They played the whole courtroom session. There are several videos of raw testimony these brave victims had prepared and read to Tears were everywhere for the poor souls, including in the judge's eyes. The mother speaks of watching her child destroyed by this man systematically and how she finally decided to speak out. Here I have a recording of the judge handing down the sentence. So I've been a judge for a long time. I'm on my 38th year. But I've never ceased to amaze, be amazed, but some people do in the name of religion and how lives are ruined guys serving a supreme being. As the Jane Doe's, at this point, I apologize, my hands are tied. Lawyers do what lawyers do. At this point, my hands are tied. But I further want to tell all the Jane Doe's that the world has hurt you. I promise you that. As to those family members that have abandoned the Jane Doe's, shame. Shame on you. And as to the defendant, I say, you are a sexual predator. In this case, probation is denied. The reason being is condition of the case settlement. As to count seven, the violation of penal section 287, subdivision C, subdivision two, subdivision C, been a to state prison for the midterm of eight years, the reason being as a condition of the case settlement. As to count nine, violation of penal section 287, subdivision T2, sorry, subdivision C, subdivision two, subdivision C, a consecutive term of a full term of the midterm eight years in state prison. The reason for that is a condition of the case settlement and under penal code section 667.6 subdivision D. As to count one, a violation of penal section 288, 
Subsection C, Subsection 1, a defendant is levied a consecutive term for the reason of being part of the case settlement, must be one-third the midterm. The midterm is two years. One-third thereof is eight months. The defendant is levied a term in state prison of 16 years and eight months. Pursuant to Penal Section 1202.4, Subsection B, the defendant is levied a $300 restitution fine. Pursuant to Penal Section 1202.45, uh, then it's like a $300 probation revocation fine, which is suspended, a $120 security fee, which is uh, $40 per count, a $90 criminal court assessment, which is $30 per count, he has submitted tissue sample pursuant to Penal Section 296. Pursuant to Penal Section 1202.4, Section F, defendants pay restitution as be determined at a hearing. August 18, 2022, 8.30 a.m. The department defendant is not ordered to appear. Be determined at a hearing. August 18, 2022, 8.30 a.m. The department defendant is not ordered to appear. At six. Pursuant to penal section 202.4, subsection F, defendants pay restitution as be determined at a hearing. August 18, 2022, 8.30 a.m. The department defendant is not ordered to appear as he has waived his right. He's going to following credits, 1,102 actual days, 165 days, conduct credits, and that's pursuant to penal section 2933.1. We are done. To see the testimony in full, and I hope you do, visit Law and Crime Network on YouTube. The Frankie Files. Child sexual and teen assault happens in institutions, cults, and by people in positions of power near the children. This is exactly why I started this show, for the adult children of cults. For the children, those whose voices are suppressed by their abusers and by the shame of the family that allowed the abuse. It's a cycle that must be broken. Children of religious abuse and sex abuse by religious and spiritual leaders need to be heard around the world. In the United States, it's high time we stop saying, I just couldn't listen. Well, the next time you think that, try wondering what the child felt at the time this was happening to them by a figure of authority. The helplessness has got to stop. The silence has got to stop. And the only way that can happen is if society stops saying that it's just too much to pay attention to this. It's too painful to listen. It's not that often. They should have said no. They should have fought back. Let the victims' voices ring in your ears and reprogram you that each of us personally can do something to stop this type of cycle. First, just by informing yourself on what's going on. Stop letting it be allowed. First, we have to stop allowing it. Start by just listening to the adult children who fought their way out of this and have stayed alive. Start with the United States victims. It's happening right now in a cult or religion near you. And it's not just Catholic and Christianity either, but it is. But it definitely is Catholicism and Christianity. Thank you for going on this journey with me. If you want more about cults in the news, see frankietees.substack.com and subscribe. It's free. To be interviewed or included in the show, please contact me at frankiefilespodcast.com. Until next time. If you're feeling down, 
and no one's there to actually talk to, there is someone to talk to. Call the suicide prevention hotline anytime. This will pass. Please know that many of us have survived these thoughts. Call the National Suicide Prevention Lifeline at 800-273-8255 anytime, day or night. There's a friendly person there that can remind you to value the life you have and that this too shall pass. Again, the National Suicide Prevention Lifeline is 800-273-8255, 800-273-8255, or search online, National Suicide Prevention Lifeline. The Frankie Files.